Hey there, friends. Thank you for listening to today's episode. After taking a week off, we've got a new episode, but a short episode for you this week. Today on the show, we have retired Deputy Chief Frank Viscuso. Frank served more than 27 years on the Kearney, New Jersey Fire Department. He's the author of several books, including the bestseller Step Up and Lead, Step Up Your Teamwork, and Common Valor. Throughout his career in the fire service, Frank helped develop policies and promotional exams, has written more than 70 standard operating guidelines, and acquired millions of dollars in grant money. He's also developed probationary firefighter and apparatus driving training programs, as well as leadership and officer development workshops. Frank is also a highly sought-after, internationally recognized speaker who has the ability to move people to action. Over the past decade, he has spoken to hundreds of audiences in and outside the emergency service industry on many topics that include leadership, team building, officer development, and customer service. Frank travels throughout the United States and Canada providing leadership and team development training for firefighters, emergency service workers, sales teams, U.S. Armed Forces, the healthcare industry, small businesses, and large corporations. In addition to his active speaking schedule, Frank also works as a consultant and helps other organizations develop and establish programs and guidelines that can help their teams achieve success. With all this and more, I'm so happy that Frank could be a part of the show, and I hope you enjoy listening to episode number 17. My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. With me on the podcast today, I have Frank Viscuso. Uh, Frank, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I truly am honored to be on here, Jacob. Thanks for the invite. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, we'll jump right in because I know, uh, you know, we've got uh, we've got our time frame here. So tell me uh, and the listeners first uh, a little bit about yourself. Well, I uh, served 27 years uh, in the fire service uh, right in my hometown, the town that I was born and raised in. And I followed my father's footsteps into uh, into this industry like so many people have before me. And uh, my brother was also a firefighter. Uh, we had both uh, had the honor of uh, reaching the level of deputy chief. Uh, and, you know, in that process, uh, you know, it's been great. You know, it's been great, first of all, just to, to serve as a firefighter, but to be able to serve the community, uh, you know, that I love so much that has given me so much. And, you know, where I basically was raised in, it's just been a fantastic opportunity. And, uh, you know, from there, you know, I moved into uh, into uh, writing. And I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that led me to travel the country. And what I do today is I just provide leadership and and team development and customer service training to organizations in and out of the fire service uh, nationwide and even overseas. Um, I uh, pretty consistently am just in awe of the guests that we have. And so if I ever just have a moment of silence, it's because I'm just like, I, I am amazed and don't know where to go next. Um, and so... Um, if if that happens, uh, that's that's what's going on over here on my side. Well, Jake, uh, you, you just described uh, much of my career as a when I was a younger man was I was kind of in awe and did not know where to go next either. But somehow I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, 
I want to just uh, jump in um, because you know I've uh, I've now listened to uh, YouTube videos uh, of you speaking. I've listened. Um, I was at uh, uh, FIDC. Is that what it is? FDIC. FDIC. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my uh, wife works for Alexis Fire uh, in Alexis, Illinois, and so. Uh, I knew that you were doing uh, classes there, and people were talking about you like the whole day uh, that I was walking around the exhibition hall. So um, I want to jump in, and if you, I know I didn't include this question in my email to you, but um, could you describe kind of your uh, leadership philosophy that has led you to write books, speak on leadership? and so describe that leadership philosophy for us and how it kind of shows up for you in your personal professional life. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, first thing I'll tell you uh, something about me is uh, I like to be prepared, but I also uh, don't uh, like to be scripted. When you you did send me an email this morning to confirm the time and date of this call, and when you said, here's some of the questions I'm going to ask you, I didn't even look at the questions. And there's a reason for that. I said, now, if I look at these questions, I'm going to be thinking of the perfect answer that I can say. And and I need people to understand something that life leadership, it's not perfect. Uh, a lot of it is based on your instincts and, and a lot of it is based on your your uh, just a common sense approach. I mean, if I could if step up and lead is the book that I had written uh, because I felt like some of the ways that me personally that I've had success leading teams in and out of the fire service, some of those things weren't being taught. And I wanted to provide uh, this general idea of, of um, you know, leadership doesn't have to be a complicated thing, even though it is complicated when you think about it, because you're dealing with, you could be leading a team of 100 and that's 100 different personalities. And, uh, but that being said, it doesn't have to be a complicated thing because uh, what I find leadership, like leadership 101 for me, identify a problem and they're everywhere. There's problems everywhere. So identify a problem, step number one. Two, assemble a group of people because you're leading people. Three, develop a solution together. And four, go solve the problem. And that's what it is for me. I don't like dwelling on stuff. I don't like, uh, letting problems overwhelm us. I think most of the challenges we have in our life are just going to make us stronger, better, more capable versions of ourselves once we do overcome them. And so when we talk about leadership, uh, when I bring it down to the most basic level, that's it. It's identify a problem, assemble some people, uh, go solve the problem, you know, and, you know, after you develop a solution together and then repeat, repeat the process over and over and over again. And there's a saying, Jake, that I used to, and I still, to this day, I share with any team I'm leading, uh, which is never walk past a problem you can solve. And if you kind of approach life with that, you realize that you have the power to change your circumstances. Uh, and But the thing is, you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. Yeah, and how, uh, how impactful uh, that is to... Uh, Certainly to to me and some of the things that, you know, I've got going on, but uh, for for really anybody to hear, I think that idea of uh, never that that phrase never walking past a problem you can't solve. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm working with uh, college students every day and, um, you know, I just I see so much of that. And, uh, you know, it's really easy to, to get stuck. Um, but then we don't think about how easy it is to sometimes get unstuck. 
Um, so, uh, Frank, if you could, um, you mentioned that your uh, much of your family got into uh, serving uh, in the fire department and uh, kind of how that uh, shaped your own journey. But when you decided to uh, retire from that and uh, write your first your first book, kind of what was that transition like for you? Yeah, you know, making a transition, uh, it's an interesting thing, Jay, because I did both of them together for many, many years, meaning uh, working full-time as fire chief and or deputy chief and and uh, having written books. And the first book I wrote was Common Valor, True Stories from America's Bravest. And uh, I, writ- I wrote that book, book basically out of inspiration. Several years later, I had written Fireground Operational Guides with Mike Terpak, and that book is basically a template for SOPs, but also study guides for people that are interested in uh, acquiring promotions. And then shortly after that came Step Up and Lead. And I did not anticipate the success that that book was going to have. Very grateful for it. But throughout the country now, I've been traveling, providing leadership, team development training, and customer service training based on concepts in that book and a follow-up book, which is Step Up Your Teamwork. And uh, so, you know, that's what I've been doing, and it's, it's been it's been fun. But you know what, writing for me, it's it's been a a, a very a journey of passion. It's something of of uh, a, a way for me to just kind of express myself. Uh, I was explaining to somebody the other day that writing is almost a form of therapy for me when I could sit down and and put my thoughts down on paper or on a computer in this instance. And the interesting thing about it is. The first time that I write something, a page, two pages, paragraph, whatever it may be, a uh, a chapter, uh, I'm usually not a fan of what I had just written uh, because the first time I write it, I'm just trying to get the thoughts on paper. And it's later when I go back that I kind of form it and shape it to read the way that I want it to read. So, um, you know, that's what it's been for me. And it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, tremendous amount of fun uh, ever since I've, I've been... Uh, traveling around and speaking and doing some presenting and meeting firefighters and, and people outside the fire service throughout the country for the past few years. Just, I, I connect with that a lot too, because I'm a, I'm a very extroverted person. And so speaking uh, to people, I find that the words get out a little easier, but writing things down, uh, kind of the same here, the reflection piece of it and just kind of getting it onto paper and then shaping it from there. I think uh, any any time I've ever written anything, I usually delete it about three yeah. or four times, uh, and you know, um, kind of comb through it, uh, just as mm. you described. So, uh, really clicked with me there. So, uh, one of the things uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, kind of uh, about, if you look across the span of your career uh, up to this point, what have been those kind of high moments of impact uh, for you, Jake? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that. The thing about that is uh, I've had high moments uh, in the fire service and also as an author and as a speaker. And in the fire service, it's real simple. You work together, you train together, you live together, you have your meals together, and then all of a sudden you go on the calls together. And when you go on the calls and you achieve success and you serve your community and do something good for humanity, I don't know that there's a greater feeling in the world. But then on the other side of it, uh, I, I've been very, very, very blessed to be able to uh, 
uh, provide some kind of training, uh, you know, from, you know, for people throughout this uh, industry to where they've come up to me after seminars and shared with me uh, how much my book or the words in that seminar have impacted them. People have told me that they've gotten promoted based on this content and, uh, and it's helped them achieve a greater balance in their life and whatever it may be. Uh, and that means a lot to me. It means a lot to me that that they can take so much away from from you know the stuff I've, I've been able to put on paper and in these books and share with them at these seminars. So uh, I feel very lucky uh, to be able to have this opportunity to make an impact the way that I've been able to uh, throughout this industry and overseas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and. Uh... I just, yeah, what a what a joy to, I just, it has to recharge kind of the batteries if you get a little burnt out every once in a while to hear somebody tell you, you that they've had such an impactful experience. Yeah, you, you know, it's the truth because, yeah, every now and then you sit here and, and I've often said this, you ever hear a speaker come in and say, if I can get through to one person, my time was worth That's it. Right. You ever hear yep. them say that? That's not me. That's not me. I, I don't travel you know, across the country just to get through to one person. I try to get through to everybody. That's my goal. So, I mean, now if I only get through to one person, the time is still worth it, but that's not my right. goal. My goal is to impact everybody. And so I feel like, uh, like when you set a higher goal, you hit a better, a, a more, uh, I guess, uh, achievable and, and satisfying target. And that's been the case yeah, absolutely. here. Frank, I've got one last question for you before we wrap up the episode, um, and it's sure. uh, kind of the uh, lasting uh, message for the listeners. So if you had to sum up uh, the uh, best piece of leadership advice you could give uh, to anybody regardless of position, what would you say? You're not too small to make a difference. You're not too insignificant to make a difference. You have to just be willing to get uncomfortable and and have that difficult conversation or propose the idea that might fail or to just, uh, you know, basically put it on the line and say, if I want to achieve a higher level of success, this is what I need to do. And the biggest thing I see a lot of people, mistake that I see a lot of people make is they get started, but then they quit. Then they get started again and they quit again. Then they get started again. And then they postpone or stop or pause. My advice is just don't quit. Don't stop. You know, somebody told me a long time ago, if you want to achieve success, choose what you want to be successful and get started. And stop stopping. And that was some of the most impactful uh, advice of any kind I've ever heard. So hopefully that is helpful. Uh, well, uh, Frank, I think that uh, about uh, meets the uh, amount of time we had uh, on the clock for our time today. Uh, so thank you again so much for taking the time, uh, working with me through the technical difficulties uh, and getting in for the show. Oh, I appreciate it. Like I said, I truly appreciate the offer. Thanks again, and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Yeah, I would love to do this again sometime, Frank. And thank you, listeners, for listening to today's episode. Remember that you can follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to my newsletter by following the website at www.jakespeaks.org. You can follow me on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, at MC Leadership Guy. 
And then uh, for some of you who uh, follow the uh, podcast via my social media adventures, uh, you'll know that I just recently launched the Patreon account. Uh, We'll be moving the show to uh, Patreon over the next couple of weeks. I've received a lot of support from the show, and so um, being able to move to Patreon to get other people to support the show as well, uh, really hoping to take the show to the next level and bring some uh, some content just like uh, this with my episode with Frank. Uh, and so if you have any interest in supporting the show, uh, you'll get really uh, – I just ordered some stickers uh, with the show's logo, uh, a bunch of other fun things uh, coming from that uh, since this uh, show has really become a passion project of mine. And so I hope you'll consider supporting. You can uh, follow the show on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash LLL podcast. That's three L's podcast. Until next time, take care. Take care.